Hi, everybody. It's Rebecca Damorell. In the spirit of Easter Sunday, I would like to read a story from my book, Nothing's for Nothing. This is called An Easter Sunday Miracle. I hadn't been to St. Andrew's Cathedral for five years, ever since I was baptized there, which at the time had freaked out a few friends and made a couple of my old Catholic aunties back east very happy. For some reason, on this bright, blossom-filled Easter Sunday, I just woke up and decided to go to church. I put on a pretty dress, tamed my hair, and set off for the cathedral, getting there in perfect time with the 11 o'clock crowd just flowing in the doors. Father John was greeting people. He saw me and gave a nod and a smile, looking happy to see me after so long an absence. Hi, Father John. Happy Easter, I smiled back then quickly crossed myself with holy water and looked around for a seat. But I couldn't see an empty pew anywhere. The cathedral was already full, with hundreds of well-dressed people crammed in, all waiting for the service to begin. Valerie, who was a faithful regular there, spotted me and came running up to hug me, gushing that I was back, and praise the Lord you have returned to us. I told her I was just back for the day, but it was good to see her. Oh, I wish you could sit with me up in the third row where we always sit, she said breathlessly, but there's no room. We're packed in like sardines. Oh, that's okay. Thanks, Valerie. I'll find a spot and see you later, I said, feeling good that she'd thought of me. Another woman waved me from the middle of a row right near the back, picking up her coat and squeezing her husband over to make a place for me. She patted the seat beside her with a saintly smile, happy to do a good deed. So I gratefully sat down. Just as I was settling in to look at the hymnal, I glanced up to see Valerie frantically walking down the aisle, scanning the crowd. Then catching my eye, she yelped above people's heads. Come over here, dear Rebecca. We made a spot for you. Please join us up at the front. Quick, hurry before the service starts. I apologized to the nice lady and her husband, then got up and followed Valerie to my plum spot in the front in the third row. It seemed I was destined to sit there. Catholic Mass is a lot of work. Not only do you have to know all the right things to say in response to what the priest says, but you have to stand up, sit down, kneel down, and do all this several times throughout the hour or so of service. I was enjoying every bit of it today, even more than I'd remembered. The singing, the incense, the prayers, all the voices. A feeling of bliss was humming in my chest like some familiar song. Then everything started to move very slowly. Father John was saying the Eucharist. He was holding the symbolic body of Christ above his head, up to the heavens, and saying, Lord, I am not worthy to receive you. Only say the word, and I shall be healed. But I knew I was worthy, that everyone here was worthy. My eyes must have been shut because now I noticed they were open and I was standing with the congregation. Everyone was standing, except the frail old woman in the pew directly in front of me. She didn't move. It was no doubt my years of paramedic training that made me reach forward and tap her on the shoulder, leaning over to say to her in her ear, Are you okay, dear? She wasn't okay. Her chin was down on her chest and when I touched her cheek, it was ice cold. My fingers went to her neck, and her carotid pulse was absent. 
I caught her under both arms as she slumped over. The lady next to her swung around and gasped, Oh my God. Quick, grab her legs and lay her down on the seat, I said. Call the ambulance right now. Leaning over the pew, I locked my lips on her icy wet mouth, gave the lady a couple of breaths and started doing chest compressions. Surreal, bizarre, and absolutely weird as it was, there was nothing else I could do. Even weirder, the service kept going. With so many people there, even Father John couldn't see what was going on at first, but when he did, he swooped down with his holy water and started doing the last rites on the lady. Stop, he told me. Don't touch her. I ignored him, not about to stop doing compressions. Father John prayed. I kept doing CPR, and suddenly she grabbed my wrist with her blue eyes staring straight into mine, and she said, I'm okay. Father John and I both froze and looked at each other. Then he stopped what he was doing and ran back up to the stage to try to get the Holy Service back on track. Some other people had gathered around us. A woman was propping her up, giving the lady a drink of water, and a bunch of young girls were standing around crying and praying. Others were kneeling in the aisle, crossing their chests, and I was sitting with my head in my hands. Just when I thought things couldn't get any stranger, the side doors of the church swung open, sunlight poured in, and the paramedics rushed into the front with their stretcher. One of the crew was Wayne, someone I'd worked with when I was with the ambulance service. Rebecca? Wayne said, surprised to see me. What are you doing here? What's going on? Well, the lady went into arrest. I did CPR on her. Then Father John came down with the holy water. She grabbed my hand, said I'm okay, and now here she is, I stuttered. Rebecca, can't you stay out of trouble for one minute, Wayne said, smiling. I tried to laugh, but couldn't. The room was spinning. Wayne and his partner lifted her onto the gurney, rolled across the front of the cathedral, back out through the side doors, and then they were gone. The service continued, incense, singing, Hail Marys, and all just like nothing had happened. I think the fact that the show kept going on was even more bizarre to me than a woman rising from the dead during Easter Sunday service. I didn't mean to upstage anyone. We had Holy Communion, ate and drank Christ, then Father John said a couple of words about the commotion up front, explaining that the lady was ill and had been taken to hospital, but he said nothing about the Easter miracle that had just taken place. Had I just imagined the whole thing? The service was over. I was standing there feeling lightheaded as I turned to walk down the aisle, and as I walked, I heard people saying, Thank you, thank you, thank you. Someone called me an angel. I kind of felt like throwing up. My skin was all goosebumpy and cold. I snuck out the side door to my car and drove home, feeling like I'd been in a dream. When I got home, I called my then-boyfriend, now my husband, Sinon, and told him I wanted to Skype right away so I could tell him about the story. He cried, which I thought was a very appropriate response, because I was crying and laughing too. Sinon later told me that he'd recounted the story to our friend Michelle, who'd been raised Catholic. Michelle protested loudly that Father John's delayed and low-key reaction to the event was because it was a woman who'd fallen ill and a woman who was caring for her. She was sure that if it was a man, the priest would have called out, He is risen! I've done a lot of CPR in my time, but nothing like this has ever happened. 
People in cardiac arrest, especially older folks, do not spontaneously come back to life. When the heart stops beating, it most often does not start again, not without a lot of advanced cardiac care like drugs and defibrillation, and even then, it's very rare for the heart to recover its regular rhythm. In this case, there was no defibrillator, no drugs, no fancy gear, just the basics of human care with a pinch of the divine. Later on, I emailed Father John, trying to make sense of it all. His reply was priceless. Thank you for what you did for our dear parishioner. Without your help, the outcome would no doubt have been much worse. She is in hospital doing fine now, and I went to see her later on to give her Holy Communion. Her husband and sister, who were sitting with her at church, are very grateful to you. Thank you again for your quick action. I also like to think God had a hand in things today. Praise the Lord. He works in mysterious ways. For sure, Father John, we were a great team. You with the holy water and prayers, me with a bit of CPR, and the Lord making sure we both did his work. It was an Easter Sunday miracle.